TKW podcast, super special edition. We're going to have a guest calling into the pod in just a little bit, too. But for now, I'm Anthony Corbo, and I got with me, I got Trey with me, Mighty hey. Trey Zingas. I got Bailey Carlin. What's up, guys? And I got uh, from Mixtape, the Barstool Sports Podcast. We got the other half of the duo that was here last week, uh, Trill Withers. Tyler, how are you, man? I'm good. Thank you all for having me. Yo, thanks for coming on. Really appreciate it. It's uh, it's kind of this is the first time we've done something like this. Bring on the whole duo, and uh, split up the weeks like that. So, I don't know history in the making. I'm <laughs> glad to be part of history. All right. Um. All right. We were we were just talking about Kyrie a little bit. We want to start with Kyrie because yeah. I have a proposition about Kyrie. I have a question. If. This is a big if, but if you managed to convince Kyrie Irving that the world was round, I'm just saying if, do you think he would play as well? Do you think that would impact no. his game in any way? I think it would 100% impact his game in a negative way. I, yeah, because he, he, he just drives, like, he just looks at the court and it's flat, and that's, that's the world to him. So to imagine putting an arc, like, right in the middle of the floor. Well, the ball's a circle. Yeah, he's gonna wonder what else he's been missing out on. You don't. I don't want his head focused on non-basketball stuff. He's gonna start shooting at the other basket. There is no limit to what he would begin to question if he found that out. Yeah, Ky- um, Kyrie Irving, the philosopher, at that point. Yeah, man, we got a Socrates on our hands or something. Um, is it? It's it's just officially Kyrie Earthling now, right? Like it's not pretty earthly. <laughs> that's that's just the name we're going with. There's no Kyrie swerving. There's nothing else going on. That seems to fit. All right, I'm good with it. Um, so what's he up to? What's uh, we have any updates on Kyrie Irving? He's coming home. Uh, I, like, I think he still hates LeBron James. The best player in the world is that that LeBron James? Ah, uh, the very same. Crazy. Who would hate that guy? Uh, Kyrie Irving. That's exactly who. Is he, he are we dying to get out of there? Apparently. Are we buying these reports? Obviously, like I'm not saying Pablo Torre is lying. Obviously, but are we buying these reports that he's dying to come to New York? I just have such a hard time believing that. Who would say that? Uh, Kyrie Irving would say that entirely. Kyrie's... Kyrie Irving. He's the only guy that would say that. This makes a lot of sense to me, honestly. I think not it's worth it. I think it's worth noting um, Paolo Torre's first ESPN, the magazine profile, was on Kyrie. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's kind of in with his family and stuff. Mm-hmm. And apparently his um, Kyrie's dad talks extensively about, like, these kinds of things and how he wants Kyrie to be an alpha. Alpha. With LeBron James, he wants Kyrie to be the alpha. Anyway. Man so, like, the there's, like, there's, de- <laughs> there's definitely some credence to what Pablo says. But I think it's probably just from Kyrie's dad. Which, cool. Like... Bring him home. Let's let's do this. What do you think of the video? The uh, the Snapchat. The I'm coming home. Wait, Kyrie did his I'm coming home video? Yeah, you, you haven't seen that? 
No, I did. Is this recent? I did. Yeah, did I didn't, I do the uh, do the thing on uh, it's like coming home from China or something, and everyone uh, was taking. Everyone's was freaking out. Everyone's running with it. Yeah, it was like uh, the the speculation now is that you know he was, uh, you know, making a Snapchat for his daughter or whatever he wanted to do is whatever he wanted to do. But once people saw him singing "I'm coming home" into his uh, his cell phone, everyone took that as it's going to be a done deal. I don't know. Maybe it He's is. He's signing with Australia? He's playing for the Down Under team? He has to go across the globe. I can't. That's, that's a 20 minute drive on a flat earth, though. I'm not yeah, sure he's risking. True. I'm not sure he's risking overshooting Australia and falling right off the end, though. If he's heading over there. <laughs> I don't know. What, is, what does he think is on the other side? Like, if the, if the earth is flat, there's got to be another side to it, right? The right. abyss. Defense. Defense. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't discovered that side yet. No, no. It's, it's right. a minimal part there. of the game. Explorer. It's only, yeah, guard defense only 4% of the game, right, Tyler? Exactly. And if he wants to leave the Cavs, he'll have his summers off to do plenty of exploring. Kyrie the Explorer. All right. Well, we're not going to get... We're not going to... I don't think any Kyrie news is going to break on this pod. Um yeah, Trey, sorry if it does, but uh, let's move on because we got Mellow Watch. What, do anyone know what week we're in? Uh, let's see. He's been here for four years, 50. So week 213. <laughs> week 213. Say it's got to be about year three at least. Yeah. All right. Week 213 of Mellow Watch. I wish we had like a reporter in the field that we could just go to at this moment. Or maybe when uh, maybe when our friend calls in a little bit, we'll, we'll know some more. But um. Yeah, I, I last I heard today, Mello uh, was saying that you know the the whole I guess it ties in with Kyrie too because that's he no longer wants to play in Cleveland is what I've heard. He's only set on playing for the Rockets, and that means that we're going to get Ryan Anderson by the end of the summertime, right? Is that uh, bad though? Like, I, it's a lot of money, but if you move Porzingis to the five and like mysteriously plant some drugs on Joe Kim Noah, wouldn't that like work better for the team? Hey, buddy, I don't know if that's me mysterious with Joe Kim Noah and drugs. Ah, He's sure. already got a suspension, so. Two, yeah, wait, okay, then one more time and... Plant more drugs on Joe Kim Noah? <laughs> yeah, whatever it takes. I just want to uh, give give Trey a little shout-out here for getting, ca- uh, getting caught by the fake Ian Begley earlier today. Oh, that uh, was rough. Believe that was that. bad. So I tweet that... Uh, if Joakim Noah couldn't get the center position locked, the starting center position with the Knicks, he would contemplate retirement. And <laughs> I got got. Ooh, he sent the Knicks world group chat to a frenzy. It was a frenzy. It was Ooh, madness ensuing. That's just of, cruel. Yeah. Just who lots, who lots makes a caps. fake Begley account? Ian Begley one is already not verified, which I have a problem with. And two, like I got caught by an Ian Begley fake account. I didn't know people were doing that. And 2017. That's how I know how to get you, man. Anything for followers. I clicked the link. He had like 13 followers. I was like, oh no, I've made a great mistake. That's a bummer. (laughs) Why have why have so many people unfollowed Ian Begley? There's just (laughs) such a small amount of people too. Right. That would actually get got Ian Begley. Like there's just like like who like no one outside of us even cares about Ian Begley. So like it was only us like pitiful Nick fans that could be so negatively affected. 
I probably got him followers. He's welcome, fake Ian Begley. Reach out to me. <laughs> it was a good lie, too. It been something like LeBron wants to come to the Knicks. That's too... Like that, you'd know that's a lie. It was something just believable enough. Yeah, he walked that line really well. And Chokimno already suspended, already probably hurt, already regretting coming here. Well, besides the money. Yeah, I could see retirement for Joe Kim Noah. It's only three more years. Oh, man, what a long three years. That's the most terrible thing I've ever heard. <laughs> only three more years. That's it. Just, we can, what, a thousand more days or so? It's as long as Mellow Watch has been going on. Jesus. Yeah. Speaking of um, of Mellow Watch, now that we've come full circle on it, we have our reporter in the field uh, joining us now by telephone, uh, Kyle Maggio. How are you, buddy? And I'm good. I'm good. What's going on, fellas? Uh, we're just we're talking talked a little Kyrie. We talked a little uh, talked a little Mellow. Um, I don't know what's going on with you. Where are you? You know, just uh, on my way home. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. You're you are our reporter in the field for Mellow Watch this week. Do you have any updates you can provide? Uh, he's not going any any fucking place. No, at all. I mean, well, I mean, what week are we on with the Mellow Watch? Two hundred and twelve. I two thirteen. We came to a conclusion two thirteen. I just I feel like I feel like it's like posturing at this point. You know. I don't think anything's really going to get done. I think they're just trying to, like, keep it alive and hope that somebody, like, gets desperate. But nobody's really going to get desperate to, like, the trade deadline, you know? So I don't think anything's going to happen. He's going to begrudgingly come back, hoist up 20 shots a game. Like, that's kind of where we're at now. He said that he's only looking to go to Houston at this moment. What's going to sway his mind to send him back to Cleveland? Nothing. 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 I don't, I don't, I don't see it at this point. It, it's already – you thought – the Knicks were a dumpster fire front office wise, but I mean, my God, like Cleveland's just imploding, and then Kyrie runs out. Like, I'm sure he could see the, the writing on the wall. You know, LeBron's not going to be there long term, I don't think. So why would he go? Yeah, there's no guarantee. If all right, so this is something we floated earlier too. But if there was a trade of ownership, James Dolan, Dan Gilbert, who wins out there? Nobody. No one. Yeah. No. Yeah, they're Nobody. only losers. The two fan bases like, lose the most. Like, like it's a, it's such like an it's like, like they crash and burn so hard. Like they they had the that's why I think they got what they got with the the three one lead and coming back and winning the title that year. Because like Cleveland can't have nice things, so like they've just had to deal with so many terrible things that like by you know by good karma they got one title. And then they just like swooped right back into the shit, you know. And then their baseball team blew a three-one lead in the World Series. People yep. forget, which which does not get talked about enough, but it'll come. Their Dude, will I, come. I was at I was at that Cubs parade, man. There or not the parade, but the celebration right afterwards. They there was plenty of crying LeBron faces on sticks. It was, <laughs> it was good. Uh, I did. I did see a kid. Um, my parents just moved into a new apartment complex, and there were some people playing basketball outside, and I saw someone who I believe bought a Clint Capella jersey and then duct taped Anthony over the name on the back. Oh, so I don't, I, know like that's a, I don't know if that's Smooth. a report, but... I like yeah. it. That kid got moxie. Yeah. How you lose twice, though? Like, you buy a Clint Capella jersey just to put Melo's name on the back and then he's not going to get traded there? <laughs> that, that's a cheap wasteful. investment. Very wasteful. 
I feel, I, like, know. I, I feel like you can't get a Clint Cabela jersey for cheap because they're not making them. I feel like you had to have a custom made. Like, no one's out there yeah, buying yeah, Clint yeah, Cabela's jerseys. Yeah, yeah, custom made, 100%. Yeah. Damn. Was it Clint Cabela's, like, relative? Do we know? I yep. can't confirm, but I, after this, I could run out there and then report yeah. back. They're still playing. Do, do some investigative reporting. Yeah, we got Kyle on the ground for Carmelo watch. We got Bailey for Clint Capella jersey watch. At Bailey Carlin, I'll be on Periscope interrogating this kid in my parents' apartment <laughs> complex. <laughs> Tyler, are you going to do some investigative reporting? You got any? Uh, I may uh, have to. Let me see if I can get a sit down with Clint Capello's father or whoever is selling these knockoff jerseys. <laughs> have you guys? Have you guys seen the uh, the new uh, ads on all these jerseys? Did you guys see the uh, the officials come out? Cleveland's one looks good. They got Goodyear tire. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks like one of those two K emblems. Yeah, like when someone's faster. Like a good dunker or something, they put one of those things on it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. The other ones, I haven't seen many of the other ones though. Yeah, I uh, something like this, the G logo on the Celtics one like should look good, but it just looks pretty pretty awful. I, I don't mind the G logo. Bro. I don't mind. I mean, I feel like fifty to fifty to sixty percent of the logos, just because of the logos, are gonna look like shit regardless. As long as to me, what's important is it's not too big, and they just keep blending the color scheme. And, it's they'll they'll all be either tolerable or look okay. Like it's not they, they don't really do anything aesthetically for anybody. I don't think. Kyle, we're getting a really nice tour of the inside of your car right now. Oh, Tyler, uh, breaking that what uh, Tyler, what advertisement do you think um, your Warriors or your Knicks or your Magic, quite frankly, should uh, have on their jerseys? I saw. I can't remember who it was. Somebody had the like the blue diamond. That's uh, Sacramento. Like, the almonds? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. blue diamond almond. So I just want like somebody's gotta put a D's nuts logo on it. Like it <laughs> makes too much sense. I don't care what team, but somebody needs to make that happen. And if someone's doing it, it's Sacramento, right? I feel like right. they don't like, care. Yeah, like what do they have to lose? They'd sell more jerseys. I might would cop like a, a Trilly Collie Stein with D's nuts on the front. That'd be terrific. <laughs> have, have you guys Aaron seen- Fox? Have you guys oh, yeah. seen how bad the Brooklyn Nets one looks? Though? I was about to say, like they can't even get a good bad. sponsor, man. They got they have like a startup sponsoring them. It's like that's it's fucking like, backwards. It's, it's like that's in so four or something, and it's just this huge, disgusting red square. They got on top rid of, of the their red. jersey. They got rid of. Oh, the did red. they get rid of the red? Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they you know they blended it in now. Yeah. Oh, okay, is it still terrible? It's not great. I mean, it's just like who, I don't. I don't even know what the company's. I saw it before. Right? It says in four, which yeah. I don't know what that is. I'm pretty sure it's got to be like a st- like a tech startup or something. But they're in for a long rebuild. Is I that mean, pretty much what they're trying to say? Yeah. God. There's gonna be a, a lot of jokes that can be made out of that. Sorry. It's not a good logo. No, it's not. They seem to be just some like nerd company with like. I don't even understand what it is. I, I'm reading the website. I still don't understand what it is. I don't know what that says about me or them. Probably a little bit about both, but something. <laughs> it's just like if it stands out too much, that's when it kind of starts to annoy me. So I'll, I'll probably I'll probably pull back what I was saying on that Celtics thing. Because at least they made the, the logo green and kind of blended it into the jersey a little bit. Like if you got to do it, that's fine. But like like even the blue, the blue diamond almonds one, like it's just like that blue on that purple uh I'll I'll take the uh, if we can slap a D's nut sticker over it, that'd be way better than what they got these now. These can't these can't be that expensive though. Like these can't be like that lucrative of advertisement deals if Blue Diamond Almonds is putting logos on people, right? Dude, Blue Diamond. It's like I'm watching the Celtics. I need a refrigerator. I'm gonna go to G and get a refrigerator. Yeah, while I'm watching these Celtics. <laughs> so true. It's, yeah, it's, Jason. 
Yeah, yeah, Jason Tatum. It's not. I don't think it's so much about like the consumer standpoint because you know. All right. So when I'm not doing this, I'm working in advertising. It's more about when you have like a you know now these these companies can use these images of these players with their you know with their logo on it or whatever and they can use it in all these different senses for their advertising and for their promotions and you know whatever shit they want to crank out on a week-to-week basis now you know g's got a million pictures of like you know freaking any like isaiah thomas with, with their logo like plaster right across his chest so i, I think they're just seeing what they can do in the future with it more so than just trying to get people you know Buy right off the scenes on TV. Yeah, I think Blue Diamond's Almond Milk too, so that makes sense. They got money. Yeah, Almond, Milk's, got, big. Almond money. Milk's big right now. Almond Milk is fantastic and slept on. Yeah. Let me let me actually pivot on that for a sec because do you guys you guys drink Lacroix? Lacroix. I got some right here for you guys in the yeah. fridge. What are you drinking? Hold on. Just just walked in. You're gonna get a very yeah well very exclusive. What is that? I don't even know what that is. I'm glad you're the only seltzer, one. Right? Video. Is it a seltzer? It's a well. I'm holding it in my hand right now. All right. So we have here. I'll just I'll take myself off of. Uh, I can't see you. Mute this is I'm great right radio. Right so can, have, can we see this? Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at that. We okay. Lemon. Is, we have is, it, is it soda? Like what is it? It is. It is flavored sparkling water with other natural flavors. I oh. have a. Pamplemousse, which is Pamplemousse is, is yeah, pretty incredible. Oh, Lacroix, you could have just you know called La- it grapefruit, but you know. You know what Lacroix is, uh, Tyler? Your boy over at Barstool, Uncle Chaps. He's a big Lacroix guy. He's always tweeting about that. I was gonna say, I know I've seen it. I've just, yeah, he, yeah, I think I've he, he, calls, he calls he calls him IPAs on Twitter. That's what it is. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. that's why okay. I, I tuned it out. Are you uh, Bailey? Are you a uh, you Lacroix drinker? <laughs> what? Uh, no, that's way that's too expensive for me. Too expensive. I, I'm just like a I'm just like a plain. Gross, disgusting seltzer guy. I mean, I only drink seltzer if I'm mixing it with liquor. I'm not a seltzer drinker, so. Trey, you drink Lucroy? I've had it before, like All lemon right. and lime, but not you, the whatever Kyle just pulled out of his fridge. You are a good uh, test subject then, because did you like it when you had it? Yeah, I mean, it's sparkling water seltzer. It's like you're you know. probably what? Fla- do you know what flavor you had? It was lemon or lime. Perhaps right. lemon lime. Lemon or limes eat a little easier. They uh, everyone always ends up starting on that grapefruit kind, like uh, that Kyle was just showing, and it's it's, sucks. it's the best flavor. No, it's the best flavor, but it's shit at first. The first uh, I don't like, like grapefruit. You got it's like you got to drink like six of them, and then you get hooked. And now I'm I'm drinking like two oh, nah. a day. Why am I committing to drinking six things yeah. that I don't want in a row? Just because to, like, you, because you pay for it. Just to maybe it. like them? Nah. Just no, it, but, like it, trust me, it's it's at the end. It's after have you, ever taken a, have you ever taken a bite of a grapefruit? Like, have you ever consciously oh, taken a bite yeah. of a grapefruit? Oh, it's the most terrible thing in the world, no? You guys, all right, just kind of, you, you know that, you guys watch Futurama? You know that episode of Futurama where Fry drinks a, like a million, like a hundred cups of coffee, and then after that hundredth cup, like he is just like, golden and he can do whatever he wants that's what happens after you drink that sixth can of Lacroix. you're just hooked yep. and you're floating and like it's just you are you're invincible you are I'm not invincible. here i'm not here for acquired tastes and stuff yeah, like so i gotta like it are you here for invincibility yeah that's a good question is it six every time like every time you <laughs> no. reset you have to drink no, six no 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 you gotta chase I'm, the you gotta chase the drink yeah i think you might have to i think that's what he's getting at here I mean, you can. Mm, I'll pass. I can't. 
That's, that's yeah, a lot of, a lot I get of like a LaCroix sponsor and I just ruined it for us. I mean, I if we could, I'm already getting like free cans at work all the time, so you we already have better than that LaCroix. Kyle, don't what? just like walk around yelling it to the microphone. <laughs> now that Christ. now that it might be a sponsor, LaCroix is my favorite. I love it. I drink it every day. <laughs> Right, you're talking, oh, you're talking about that LaCroix? That, yeah, that's delicious. I thought <laughs> you said LaCroix. My, fa- my favorite, yeah, my favorite LaCroix else. is my seventh grapefruit one. That Once you get to that seventh one, it's unlike anything else in the and whole you know world. What, you know what's great? After LaCroix is a, a nice cold cup of ice cream from uh, Carvel, actually. Oh, our, our original sponsors. Great. Now official yeah. TKW sponsors. Yes, yeah, official TKW sponsors. Uh, I, I love a good uh, Fudgy the Whale on my birthday, too. So uh, anytime I can get some Carvel in my system... After some LaCroix, that's a one-two punch you can't beat. That's a you whale say whale. you like a whale on your birthday? What are you talking about? Fudgy the whale. Are you not privy to Fudgy the fucking whale? I don't eat, I don't do dairy. I don't know these oh, things. That's right, you're a vegan. Uh, I, bet you, I bet you I can Google right now, vegan Fudgy the whale and find one. All right, take your time. Yeah, we got to move on. Um, all right, so we got a little bit of clarity on KP. Found it. We had a, uh, according to uh, the New York Post, the, you know, reputable, amazing New York Post. I'm trying to see who wrote this before I say it. Oh, Berman. All right. Our friend Mark Berman <laughs> has uh, found out that through a Latvian school child that uh, KP is going to be a Nick for a while, saying that the quote from KP over at some uh, camp he was holding is I feel that it is best the best place to win. Uh, and if you want to win in New York, you are king. For the last two years, I've had so many positive emotions here that this is where I want to win. I think this is KP sneakily trying to recruit Kyrie Irving because he says, if you win here, you are the king. Hmm. Your current teammate is already the king. I think I think KP mm. knows what he's doing here. Ooh. A little recruitment. I like it. Hey, it's chess. It ain't checkers. I like that. It's it's Latvian chess over here. I feel like if you were to go- I feel like if you were to Google Latvian chess, you'd end up with something that you didn't want in your search history, though. I would only private browse that. Yeah. Fucking New York Post too, with all these like hidden videos on their page. So I open it up and I've just got uh, some lady yelling in my ear immediately. It's not what I wanted. I like the idea of Berman just watching this video in Latvian and having Google Translate open. Like, oh, this sounds like a good sentence. What did he say here? And then it being, <laughs> and then it being like, oh, I like when you shoot a three. And he's like, oh, next one. No, man, Berman was there. You didn't know. He speaks Latvian. Or he butchered that entire translation, and KP said he wants to leave New York because he wants to be treated like a king elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I meant come to Latvia. They'll treat you like a king here. Yeah. <laughs> He's, actually like, I'm literally, he's like, I'm literally king here now. They have made me the king of Latvia. Um, one other little interesting tidbit I got out of this article is that uh, new new Knicks president Steve Mills said Monday that wounds were healing, and he has a hectic texting relationship with the seven foot three Latvian. What? Could KP and Steve Mills be texting about that's making this so hectic? Is he trying to like shoot a shot? That's the only type of like hectic <laughs> texting I could think of. Steve Mills is sending like text him and because of the time difference. Because of the time difference. 
It's just KP like laying laying in his bed with just the lay down his face, getting a text from Steve Mills at two o'clock in the morning. Like, why is this guy texting me right now? Why are you sending me the eyes emojis at three fifty four a.m.? Yeah, things That's are kind of hectic. Things are kind of hectic over here in New York. KP, what's up with you? That's probably why Chris has tweeted the L.A. Clippers thing with all them emojis. Like, I gotta get Steve Mills off the case. <laughs> I need him out of my out of my inbox. Out of my recents. Can't do it. Yeah. Flush it out. Keep, keep an eye on this. Uh, this might be a developing relationship, Steve Mills and KP. Uh, there might, there's a little something behind the scenes going on here. Can we start a GoFundMe to change Chris Apps' phone number? I don't want Steve Mills talking to him. We could. I mean, it's too late. It's hectic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. Listeners, yeah. fans, go do that. I don't want to do it. Yeah, it sounds, sounds uh, complicated. So, yeah, it's got, there's some work there. Go yeah, do that for us. Thanks. Um. All right. Tim Hardaway uh, doesn't get to take his old number back. He's got that Brandon Jennings. Got that Brandon Jennings. I forgot he was the last one to wear it. Actually, I was trying to figure out like who the fuck wore this after Kenyon Martin, but Jose Calderon. Oh yeah, Jose Calderon. Wore say, say that again, Tyler. Didn't Tracy McGrady wear three? He did. I thought he got. Oh no, yeah, it was three. It was I've three. got. Um, I had the short list up. I just wrote down some notables here. We got Marbury. Brandon. I know Marbury wore three. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. This Steve is some of some prestige. It's uh, it's the I just got overpaid by the Knicks. Let me let me grab this number. <laughs> the official number. <laughs> A tradition Jennings. like no other. How many Jennings. years Cal- is my contract? Too long. Three. <laughs> three. <laughs> uh, Sean Williams. Oh, Sean Williams, man. that number. Wow. And then you've got John Starks and Rick Carlisle. Rick Carlisle wore three for the uh, the old Knickerbockers. Is that it, though? Are you on like the basketball reference jersey? That, that astounded me when I found out they had that, where you could look who wore a number for someone forever. That no, awesome. that was off, off the top of my head. I have a plethora of Knicks knowledge in my head. <laughs> you knew that Rick Carlisle wore it? Yeah, that'd be great. Big, that'd be amazing. Rick Carlisle even Nick Carl- for the Knicks. Same. I didn't know that. I think he's recruiting. He's recruiting the next coach. It's a good move. Damn. All right. Uh, moving on. That, that really got us a lot. Um, they interviewed Clyde recently. Let's see. Let's see. What we got Walt here. Clyde Frazier. Yeah, the uh, the infamous, the Hall of Famer, Walt Clyde Frazier. Um, uh, just kind of. I feel like they asked him the hard questions. They asked him, you know, what's it like calling Knicks games recently. Um, Stinks. Yeah, basically. <laughs> he, seemed very what surprised. he says, obviously, I feel New York fans are the greatest fans, and the team has been very disappointing the last few years. So, from that prospect, I haven't been happy. Thanks, Glad. Yeah, he, he, he just sounds like senile and perplexed at this point of his career, and I feel so bad for him. You could tell, like, he's just out of it half the time at the games now and he's just trying to say his normal like whimsical things and it's just like it's like he's losing the magic it's so tough like how many more years if the knicks aren't going to be good for like three more years if they're probably not like how much long can we hold on to clyde throughout all that i feel like that's what we're we're not talking about here or do you want to tank maybe you you cut clyde free and uh, and tank get a new announcer in there that's tough who, like, who do what we go for? System do we have for that? Like, who could we draft? Do we take like Ryan Rucco from Yes Network? 
Tyler, do you want to be an MSG uh, commentator? Yeah, sure. They, they turned down my GM application, but <laughs> I could work elsewhere in the office. Yeah, but they have your application and your info now, so I'm sure it's probably getting passed around just in case he leaves, right? Yeah, it, it's still on file. They'll they'll call me. They told me not to call them. So it's all yeah. good. Just work on a couple of rhymes. That's all you need. Yeah. It's all quiet. It's all quiet. It's a nice suit. I mean, fuck it. We could probably do it, too. We could do, Actually, we could just all four of us. We'll just do that from now on. We're very qualified. Yeah. Four, four of us. And, I might add. Four of us and Mike Breen. He just yells bang every so often. We we cover the rest. I feel There's like nothing. when once Clyde's out, Breen's out. Uh, oh no. Mike Mike Breen's just got better things to do than call Nick's games. That that might be that might be the thing, like the straw that broke the camel's back for me. Like the only thing that's tolerable in these shitty fucking Knicks games is Clyde's bullshit suits and rhymes on a day on a night to night basis, and then Mike Breen yelling bang in like a five point fake Knicks comeback. My favorite is whenever Clyde like screws up mid sentence. He just like he you could tell like his voice changes to where it's just like fuck it, I gotta get through this this uh little <laughs> analogy I'm trying to make here. He's just like, Yeah, dishing and uh, assisting or And how many stories has he had the last couple of years that it just like died in the middle of, in the middle of the story? <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> like like he's just telling a story and then like a really like not extreme thing happens, like someone scores a layup and then Breen will just interject and be like, Oh, and Brandon Jennings hits a, a nice layup in the lane and then like Clyde just doesn't finish the story. He has no inclination to finish the story. It just or, or he'll just go or he'll just that. or he'll just go, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just respond to the rest. <laughs> now be thankful you don't have to listen to like the Hawks That's local true. team. It is a mess. Thank your lucky stars for Mike Breen and Clyde Frazier because Dominique Wilkins and Bob Rathbun leave a lot to be desired. I never realized that until I got league pass for like my birthday. And I'm like, wow, we're actually pretty lucky over here. Cause oh, absolutely. it's like, but also it surprised me. So many people don't like Clyde, like people who are fans of other teams. Are like, Oh, I have to listen to Clyde Frazier tonight. And that blows my mind. Yeah. Tyler as a, well, you're a Knicks fan, but okay, how do you feel about Clyde? I like Clyde. I love Mike Breen and I like Clyde. It's like, it's something different. And again, it's the complete opposite of the Hawks local team. So I'm all for it. You know, all right, real quick then, real quick uh, survey here. Who, off the top of your heads, is your least favorite Reggie non-local? Miller. What? Reggie Miller. Well, no, 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 it can't be a national guy. Like, who's your favorite, like, uh, local broadcast guy? Like, for me, Utah is insufferable. Utah and, like, Boston are just horrific. Ugh, Boston's pretty bad. Boston, Boston's pretty bad because, like, you expect it because it's Boston. Like, you know what you're getting into because it's Boston. But, like, they somehow go above and beyond over the most meaningless games. And that, that always gets me. And Utah was, like, just as bad. Like, I, which was surprising. I was like, it's Utah. I just figured them to be run of the mill. And they were horrific. I'm trying like, to remember who, I, I, who Houston's announcers are. Is it, like, Bill, Bill something? Bill Worrell, Worrell or whatever? They're pretty bad. They're just very... Houston's they're like insufferably biased. I mean, every team is obviously, but like that's what you from the Knicks. Clyde just complains the whole game. So like other like he complains about everything going on. So when yeah, people but Clyde, are actually, but Clyde complains about the Knicks. Yeah, like, that's what I'm. That's what I mean. So it's it's weird to hear other people actually pulling for their teams over and over again. Sometimes it's annoying. I feel like Matt Clyde Murphy. is basically at this point. Clyde is kind of just like the uh, when you go to like Disney World and they got the the characters like walking around the whole park and then like. 
you know, on their breaks, they're just like chain smoking cigarettes in the back alley, like trying to keep this front going <laughs> that they're this like happy, whimsical character. That's basically Clyde Frazier right now. Yeah, now he has like a 3D cutout with a drawstring. You just, you just wait for something and you pull it and there's a phrase and then yep. you wait and you pull it and then, yep. yeah. There's a snake in my boot. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know uh, if the Spurs still have him, but when they had Sean Elliott, he was pretty bad. Oh, he mm-hmm. was, I remember some like clips of him, just not good. It was not good. I do remember the Hawks team. I, I feel like I haven't really, I used to stream games a lot, but now I kind of just, you know, I'm not watching too many other ones. Now my schedule is a little bit better. I'll probably be able to catch more. But with my old work schedule, I was working a lot at night, so I can only catch Knicks games every now and then. But I do I do remember watching those Hawks games from like a year or two back. And, oh, my God, those guys are bad. Like, I didn't know it's it was horrendous. Dominique for the first, uh, you know, the first maybe quarter, you know, half a quarter I was watching. And, I, you know, he calls him like Dominique. And I'm just like, damn, this is, this is how far Dominique Wilkins has fallen? Well, it's not even – it's just like – Bob Rathman thinks every is like the jump ball goes up. He's like, you see how they threw it on the not hawk side? They're, they're cheating already. <laughs> and it's like he'll say something. Isn't that right, Dominique? And Dominique will just be like, yep. <laughs> and that's it. That's yeah. That's totally the analysis. apathetic. <laughs> oh god. Right, what what else is going on here? Um, there's a little interesting twist of Nick's uh, lore. Nick's former assistant coach, uh, uh, what's his first name? Longstaff. Isn't it Kenny? Kenny, yeah, yeah, I think it's Kenny. Kenny Longstaff. He was Chris Stops's favorite uh, assistant coach, and he got fired around the same time all this Phil stuff was going on, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but he's now the head coach of the the G League Erie Bayhawks, uh, who were formerly. The uh, the New York Knicks uh, D League team and are now the Atlanta Hawks team. So I guess we just come completely full circle here on this podcast. So they get the coach and we get Tim Hardaway Jr. That's the deal we've worked out. That is the deal. That's the trade. <laughs> I, I was going to say before, just to circle back real quick, if we did that that Dolan Gilbert thing, uh, do you think that in order for like who would have to send a player or a pick to go with that? Real quick, it was it was Josh, not Kenny. Josh, that's right, Josh. I, I feel like Shumper would have to get involved in a deal between Gilbert and like Dolan somewhere. Like, I feel like the Knicks would have to like at least Gilbert or spend whatever. Like it might not be on the wrong things, but he'll spend. <sighs> yeah, that's true. I would take that's... anyone. I would take. I would take almost anyone else. I truly would take almost anyone else. We just really for the change give of pace. Up so much shit in like every deal that we make. This is ridiculous. Knicks. Well, I mean, How much? Just... How much money do you think G League head coaches even make? Can't be any money, right? Like, no, do you think I'm, they make a living wage? Uh, you, no, they probably got a little bit of a bump along with the players, like you know, going into this year or something. But I mean, I don't know. They got to make a living wage at least. I think the front office guys, like the, I mean, for example, like Allen Houston's the GM. I know he's the assistant GM of the Knicks, but there's some like notable guys who work in the D League. I can't imagine like G League. GM positions, the the coaching positions. I can't imagine they don't get paid well. I mean, off the top of my head, that's my assumption. I think they'd have to make living in the South now, where rent will be a third as cheap. That's true. True. Also, Jerry Stackhouse is Jerry Stackhouse is like the best coach in the G League, and um, he was on Zach Lowe's podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. And a lot of people thought like he wouldn't take the G League coaching position just because like you have to fly coach now, like no chartered flights bunch of that stuff so like that's clearly a factor on 
um, what these guys a, do. Is he a better coach than Brandon Roy? Who do you think outcoaches? Who do you think is a better coach, Brandon Roy or him? Brand, didn't Brandon Roy win like National High School Coach of the Year? Yeah, Roy yeah. just won like Coach of the Year. Yeah. So like, I, he's got to be him like, high school, right? and like That makes me so sad. Just to compare like, you know, Jerry Sackhouse with uh, Josh Longstaff, like I don't think Jerry Sackhouse really needs to worry about how you know much he's going to get paid from the G League. Like I know he didn't make that much money over his career, but he's definitely made more in his playing career than Josh Longstaff has made in his coaching career. So, I mean, you know, well, I, I think for different guys, there's going to be different incentives. That's the other thing. Like, he was accustomed to this life of, like, NBA life. And now, all of a sudden, like, he's got to kind of take a back um, backseat to that by being in the G League and living off that check. Which, I mean, he's clearly got money still, but it's still a different life, like, going from what he was doing to, like, a backstep. And to be back. doing almost the same thing, but just yeah. like on a different level. You know what I mean? Like on a different level. On a lower that, level. That would be kind of weird. Like Brandon Roy, like he's he's in a high school. Like he's he's working on high school. It's like that's a totally different world. Brandon Roy's the best though. It's didn't like Ron explained like, for the uh, for the tropics. Didn't Brandon Roy like shield people from like gunfire and get shot or something? Isn't he like just making headlines everywhere? I feel like I remember reading that. I, I believe every good story I hear about Brandon Roy. So probably exactly, right. He deserves every good story about him. I love this guy. Speaking of coaches, I just want to point out, I forgot to bring this up to Coley last week, but Anthony here, Tyler, you're yeah. familiar with um, Trobolins, correct? Absolutely. So I you don't know remember his... what this is about. Like, <laughs> just tell his whole story now. Do you know what he does? Um, Celtics Insider? Oh, yeah. And um, oh, how he says yeah, that um, the Boston fans are in the streets rioting over um, Brad Stevens and thinks he needs to be gone. He's coaching for his job, man. Coaching for his job. Every game out there. Um, so it was one of those nights where uh, Chobans does that brand, and I retweet it, right? So whatever. Next day, Kyle and Anthony have a podcast, and oh fuck, that's out of nowhere, hilarious. Anthony just goes, "No, uh, Brad Stevens is on the hot seat." Like I read it last <laughs> night, <laughs> there was people in the, in the streets rioting over over Brad Stevens. I saw it online, man. People are people in the streets with fire. Everybody go back and find that episode and give us more listens. It was so funny because we have a group chat and I just I just start dying laughing. I was like, Anthony, you fell for that? He's like, what? I don't know if I said it out loud, but like in my head, Anthony's like, because it came out of nowhere. He's just like, yeah, so Brad Stevens is on the hot seat. And in my head, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I was like, Brad Stevens? I was like, everybody fucking loves Brad Stevens. He can kill a puppy. At center court, everyone would be like, yeah, I mean, he's got a plan. He's a genius, I guess. Just let it go. Look, man, this ain't my day job. Sometimes things <laughs> slip through the cracks. You just got to trust Twitter sometimes. And I got got. It's, you, know, you, you got got. It's I got happened. got. It happened. It was funny. And the Happens fact that the it was just like, it was like mild-mannered Trey, like just lowercase Trey coming in the group chat. He's like, hey, um, Anthony, finally got around to listen to the podcast. I think uh, I think you got got by Trebalance. <laughs> just like the way he came in and talked about it. We were like, oh, no. <laughs> Celtics insider Barbaro was on the scene. (laughs) Grimace, Grimace the insider. (laughs) Look, I'm I'm taking I'm taking the L here, and that's all I can do. That's uh, that's all I can do. Things things slip through, and then you just gotta you get you get played sometimes. So thanks, uh, thanks, uh, Trillball, and I love everything you do. But god damn it, man, you did the smocking tweet last night. I know, I know. Legendary. All right. What else is going on? You guys got anything? What's going on with you, Tyler? Nothing. I wanted to yell about the worst contracts. 
Oh, oh yeah, no. that's right. That's right. We got which, the worst contract thing. Skip which through. one? You want to yell about Joe Kim Noah, Tim Hardaway? Who? Uh, all well, of you like to yell at? Let's let's take a look at the top ten because this is coming to Joe Kim Noah, who was about to retire today for about. I oh, know we covered this. Oh, <laughs> we yeah, covered that already. Long oh, so oh, so you could bring that up, Trey? But now, oh no, we covered this already. We already talked about that, Kyle. We're done here. When we I start was, talking about you, I don't that. know what you guys are talking about. That's well, weird. Trey, I was I was kind of waiting because I knew you wanted to bring that up today, and I was kind of like giving you the. Like giving you the segue into it, you didn't take it. I thought I was gonna get away. Um, oh no, I, I I got it in my notes here. Got a couple things, not many, but all right. All right let's, so let's Tyler, what do you what do you want to say about these these free agents? What do you want to yell about? Well, I just I feel like I had three worst ones, and two of them are New York Knicks. All right, thanks, Tyler. Um, see you yeah. next time. <laughs> <laughs> we're not like we're definitely not saying you're wrong about that we can only present you know meager arguments against it but um i mean i i i don't know i have no way to defend myself here ron baker is only at nine uh, though. that's a pretty good thing oh i forgot about that one now i'm now i who else was giving him that that's my like who, where else was he gonna get that i doubt uh, yeah exactly like Spain. I think I saw him sitting in the crowd in that Berman video at Kristaps' camp. He's sitting there trying to learn from KP. He got $9 million on the phone. He's just I, getting knighted in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were just getting like 1 and 1A, one though, like on this list. I thought it was going to be Tim Hardaway Jr., 1, and then uh, Ron Baker, number two, uh, number 1A. And then 2 would be Otto Porter, who I don't necessarily think that's a bad contract for Otto Porter. Otto Porter doesn't have a bad contract. It's I a lot. I, I mean, it's a lot of money, but I think he can. Uh, he's not quite there for it yet, but I think he'll easily. He's not far either. He's not yeah, as far like as that, like that's Tim Hardaway. Young wings cost. You just got to pay it. So I, that's why I don't think that one's horrible. So what do you think is the worst? What do you have as the worst contract, Todd? I didn't like the uh, Felicio deal Thank from you. Chicago. Terrible. I, I didn't like that at all. I don't know why I need four years of a third big, but the people in Chicago t- was like, hey, he's our second big. Thank you very much. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh excuse me. I that, seemed like a, that seemed like a really big, like, fuck it deal. Like, you know, you're just it actively was. tanking, and then you're just like, fuck it, we got some money. Might as well give it to this kid. Dude, and then I'm, just, here, I'm telling hey. you, they're giving it to this kid because they because everyone out here was talking about Bobby Portis, like, two years ago. It was Bobby I, Portis. I, I next... just like Bobby Portis. For yeah. like, he was one of those guys I just like for no reason. Yeah, he didn't he really a... do anything, but I was just like, I like him. Bobby Portis is a very, very likable face. He just looks like a nice guy. He I think looks that's why people like him. Sometimes his you eyes, think so? his uh, eyes on the court. I don't think he blinks, but he seems like an, he has a friendly looking face. He doesn't blink. He's a nice guy. That... <laughs> <laughs> you guys think three years, uh, sixty-five for Gallows too much? Yeah, I don't feel like either. You know, know. you know which one, you know which one really bothers me. I think the Gallo deal is fine, actually. I think that's a fine gamble considering like the need for the Clippers. But the one that kind of gets me is how Millsap came in ten on this list, and he's kind of old now. And three years, ninety million. Not that he's not good anymore. He's still very effective. But what? What is he? Thirty-two, thirty-three, or older? How is he getting three years, ninety million? That's what I mean. Like. It's not about the fit or about him not being good or effective, but at his age, I was like, that's I was like, that's kind of a lot for Paul Millsap to then only be ten on the list, and then Ron Baker, who I despise this deal, is nine. I was like, that kind of seems out of place, and even I don't know, 
It, that doesn't. That just. I don't get that. Damn. And I, I've, I've never, I've never been a big George Hill guy, but I thought George Hill's contract was. A, I think he got a little bit too much money too. I don't know, just because I'm not. He's just never done anything. Like yeah, he's but, been all hype. He's never done anything. Yeah. Well, he's been he's been consistent. He's like Mike Conley, like down two tiers, but like. Oh, so he's he better than Kyrie anything. Irving. So he's much better than oh, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Much better than Kyrie Irving. But, but um, no, they're just like these consistent guys. Like, they don't have, like, these wild, exceptional games. Like, they don't have, like, another gear. It's just, like, they're always in that, like, really – They're always in, like, 16 points gear. and six assists every single game. Every game. Like, they're just the model of consistency every game, no matter what. No matter what. It's because he you was might, a spark. You might get, like, a 20-point game out of him, a 25-point game once a season. But you know what I mean? Like, they're just consistent – Guys, they don't. There's not another gear to them. Yeah, but that guy's getting 19 million dollars a year. Like, think about that. Paul well, Millsap is getting the same 13. That's I true. I'd take Hill over Teague. If I, I would too. Like the in same a heartbeat. Money. In a heartbeat. That's I true. Feel like just, I feel like they just listed like any big contracts on this list. Yeah, like I don't, I don't hate the Ibaka deal. Um, I didn't love any of the deals Miami did, but I don't hate any of them. I just, I don't know why I need to give all those guys four years. I thought Waiters I thought the, I thought the Waiters run. deal was okay. Yeah. I didn't really I didn't get the James Johnson deal. I like he was good last year, but to like sort of jump by giving him four years, sixty two million, uh, sixty million, I was like, that's kind of a lot. Crazy for, like, more than Waiters. Because he's been around a while, James Johnson. This is like last year was his best season, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep. Same as Waiters. Same yeah. as Olenek, and they gave all these guys was like, yep, you're ours for the next four years. But uh, how old is James Johnson? Like, what's his tenure in the league? He's like over thirty. That's what I mean. It was like a this deal, and like the the Millsap. I just don't get how some of these older guys are like breaking bank now. I mean, Millsap, I guess, deserves a little bit more. Seems like a weird thing that much money. But he's thirty. Yeah, that's pretty old. Yeah, but that's a weird. It's a weird deal. The waiters deal. Waiters is a little bit young, right? Waiters isn't yeah he he's what was he twenty thirteen he got drafted. Um, I believe so. twenty twelve. I think he got drafted in twenty twelve. But yeah. So there, yeah, because Kyrie is two thousand eleven. Mm, yeah. There was a period of time where um I didn't really wasn't paying too close of attention to the Heat anymore, and I stopped. I never really knew where the difference between James Jones and James Johnson started happening. Like I kind of did think they were the same person for a while until Champ. How dare you? I know, but like, I because I didn't really process James Johnson as being a player until like I'm like, damn, James Jones is really old to still be playing for what he was doing. James Jones is an NBA then, cha- champion, yeah. thing. and retired now. No, I I know, but then yeah, you know, once James Johnson started having his breakout, I'm like, oh, there he is. He's not actually the same player. I uh, that dude has retired. Oh, man, James Jones, James Jones bulked up. Yeah. <laughs> He learned, he learned how to fight UFC style. Different. Tad it up, man. Look at James. You know, you know when you Google someone, like Google an NBA player, and it gives you like the people also search for, and it's always random people. I just got most spites. Most spites is twenty nine years old only. I mean, how, really. think, I think. how is that possible? I thought he was like thirty four years old. So is Thon Maker though. Thon Maker sixty. Easy does it. <laughs> well, mo- like I feel like uh, Spates is kind of. Came, came into his role like pretty immediately when he got into the league. Like he was kind of, there's a lot of guys who settled for the kind of role that he's had now, that vet role, uh, you know, when they're a lot later in their careers. And 
He just kind of took that right from the beginning and rolled with it. So now that he's been playing for a couple of years, it feels like he's really old. But so I think he was of... also a one and done guy. So he was in the yeah. league early. Yeah, he went to Florida, right? Yep. He was. On, I think he was the youngest. Like he was a freshman on those Joe Kim Noah Corey Brewer teams. I think he was the young guy on that team. Oh, yep. Horford. Uh, Horford was there too. I think either that second championship or maybe even the year after they left. I think that was his year, and yeah. he was out. Did he play with Chandler Parsons? He may know. have. He might have. That's I just I, I blanked on the name of that point guard on those. Oh, Torian Green. Torian was Green. that the name of the point? Torian Green. That was the name Torian of the point Green. Yeah. That's that's the extent of my Florida knowledge. Yeah. That's oh all wait, they had they had a uh, Nick Legend, David Lee at one point too. Yeah. Okay, now that's the end of my Florida <laughs> Gators. <laughs> um. All right. I think that's. Yeah. We've officially talked about everything on this rundown. What else is going on, guys? Anything? I got a question. For, I got a question for Tyler. If he's willing to answer a question. Sure. So I've followed you like on Twitter for a while now. Um, so you seem like a guy who like has figured out like the equation to Twitter success. How did that come about? Did you just start tweeting a lot and it happened, or like how did that come about? I honestly, that yeah, just that tweeting and just seeing is like it's it's somewhere to go from this. I didn't know where. I didn't know if that had been invented yet, but I was like, it's out there. So I'm going to keep tweeting until I find something. And then is that how you like, is that, did that kind of transfer you into your like association with Barcelona? Is that how that worked out or? Uh, well, yeah, that was all through Coley. Coley and I have been following each other for a while. And so he was the plug there. Awesome. And I also have to say one of my like proudest slash saddest moments was on, on Twitter was when I, uh, I made that you had that little Bavar ball just going around, and I made him walking backwards. Yeah, you're like, oh, thank you for this, and then you tweeted it from like the Barstool account on your own and got like a million more retweets. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm like, I'm glad it's out there, but wish I, wish those were mine. But <laughs> yeah, my bad. I do remember that. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, no, it's fine. It was funny, but yeah. <laughs> Trey, you said you had a question. Yeah. Um, how did you guys hear about the George Marcus stuff? Where did that come from originally? Um. It came. Anyone, from, it was from Reddit, but I don't know how we found. I don't know. Somebody sent it to us from Reddit. I think. For, for those Reddit. listening, um, George Marcus is the alias of Wilt Chamberlain when he was like allegedly, 15 years, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Uh, when Wilt was like 15 years old playing professional basketball. Like he was still in high school or not yeah, even yeah, in high school. He was still yet? in high school. I don't know okay. any of this. Tell me about this. Tyler, that's like he Wilt's from um, Philly, and so he would travel across the state to like Pittsburgh when he was like 16 and play in professional tournaments under the name George Marcus. So there's all these newspaper clips in Quakerstown, Pennsylvania of a guy in a George Marcus Jersey. And you look at the face and it's like, no, that's Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> and he's just down. They're like, yeah, George Marcus scored 60 and grabbed 30 boards again. And then disappeared. Yeah. And it's like nobody ever wondered what happened to that guy. It's just like a great prospect. And he fell off the face of the earth. Then he went to third period calculus the next day. Yeah. Never returned. That's great. Because that's the times where you could actually do that and get away with it. Oh, yeah. That's why it's, you got to say allegedly. But yeah, like somebody on the Reddit thread, they put together like every newspaper clip. That's insane. And the, uh, the evidence is convincing. Damn. Reddit's like the best for those random conspiracy theories that like are that seems so true when you start reading them. Oh yeah, they do their homework already. <laughs> um, this guy kind of reminds me um, 
There's a guy in the NHL plays for Ottawa, Bobby Ryan. Um, he's had like some crazy, it's, it's a pretty long story. I forget. I think it might've even been a Grantland piece from a little while ago that they put out on him or something, but, uh, or one of the, one of the featured sites, but, uh, yeah, he like kind of started playing when he was young in Jersey under the name, Bobby Ryan, his family had, uh, his parents split up or something and gotten to like, uh, he had to be like hidden from his father for a period of time or something. So he started playing under, uh, another name. And uh, they just started getting the pieces put together because that, you know, they couldn't, do, he tried to do what Wilt did essentially, but you couldn't do it back in those days, back, you know, back in like 2000 and, you know, one or two when he was coming up because it's just, he moves across. Oh, the no, yeah, that's too recent. Yeah, he moves across the coast, starts, you know, playing, and everyone's like, starts piecing together. They're like, this kid, he's, he kept the same first name too. He went by Bobby in both, both places. So oh, that's, that, I mean, that's pretty, a red flag. That's easy, just lazy. Yeah. It's kind of it's kind of interesting. He's trying to hide from his father while like uh you know trying to become a NHL player, and he ended up you know he's, he's a pretty good player now. But anyway, check that out. Look up Bobby Ryan. Anyone who's curious with that, because that's you'll you'll find it. Um. All right, we've officially moved on to the NHL in this podcast. I don't know what else we're gonna get to. Oh, one last thing. I have one last thing I meant to do with Coley, and I didn't. Um. So we had seen uh some of the Knicks wall guys had seen your your barstool boys like intramural basketball highlights and us as the Knicks will officially want to throw our five up against your best five. If you guys want to play pick up at any point for some content and some highlights. anybody buckets. Oh, boy. I, I, I wasn't on the team, so I can't accept that claim. I don't know. They, they had a rough finish to the season. I think they're still regrouping. I don't know what they're going to do in the off season, but well, I you let them know that the offers out there. If they have one, yeah, appreciate that. No doubt. <laughs> We're gonna make this happen. I'm curious. Speaking yeah, because because I uh, actually, when did I do that with uh, Zach Harper? What was that last month? Two months ago. Hmm. Zach Harper right. mentioned something about. Fan rag. I, I don't know. They they were going back and forth with like another network about hoops, and I was like, look, fan rag versus TKW, and I'm gonna give you guys buckets. And then Zach Harper said he was in, and then so was Jared Mintz. But then I was like, why stop there? We can get like a Twitter league going because I will fuck up some fan rag. Yo, po- podcast basketball. Podcast basketball. Well, this can be a real thing. This could be, this is next level. This is like 3d chess. And we don't even film it. We just record it. It would be the worst content yeah. ever. We'd have a lot of fun. <laughs> it would just be the sound of sneaker shuffling. Yeah. In yeah. theory, it and sounds blowing my knee out. <laughs> yeah. A bunch of bloggers playing basketball. Sounds like some injuries. Yeah, you gotta like, you just gotta record the, the first five minutes of uh of playing time, and then you just gotta like stretch it out so it looks like we played for like thirty five or forty minutes. So it seems really intense, but really it was just the first five good minutes that we had before everybody like broke down and died. Lots of lots of camera angles. We'll lots of camera good, angles. Good, lots of camera. Lots of painting lots away. Of yeah. Yeah. Cool. Into that. All right. Um, also, I guess that's just a. Yeah. I just have a quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, shout out to you and Coley for saying Poughkeepsie all the time because that's where me and Bailey are from. And Facts. <laughs> nice. I hear it every time and I always tweet you guys, hey, thanks thanks for having me on. I'm from Poughkeepsie. You guys said Poughkeepsie. It's pretty much it, it's a guest appearance as far as I'm concerned. We got to keep the street going. Yeah. I'm, here, I'm here for uh, Poughkeepsie shout outs just randomly. It's always the end of a joke, but still it doesn't count. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. I'm, I'm good. You guys good? All good. All good. Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks, Tyler. Appreciate you coming Thank on. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, fellas. Yeah, hope to have you back sometime. Yep, say when. All right.
and uh thanks to kyle for uh showing up and for the car tour and the phone call and everything and bailey and trey you guys sweet as always and shout out shout out lacroix shout out lacroix <laughs> shout out carvel uh sh- shout out clyde all right we're out of here shout out <laughs> josh, josh longstaff all right, I'm done. see ya see ya see you guys <laughs>